The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. down there we go right we're good oh this is the kevin nash podcast this is click this if you're looking for something else you didn't find it you landed on kev i'm sean he's kev you know i was thinking this week uh it's a good you're kind of a placid guy uh generally right unless you you get a little, you know, when you do the Patty LaBelle thing, you get a little ornery, but generally you're pretty even, low key, you know. Um, just thinking, if I had to do a show with Cornette, who I like very much, and, and, and we did good shows together, how would you be able to match that energy? And I think he's got two shows. How could you match that energy every week as a co host? Depends on being drug tested or not. Oh, I guess. It's just, it's like, it's like the fucking Spanky does coke episode of our gang every week. It's a lot. It'd be a lot. <laughs> I haven't been around him that much to where like if we're like I, like I I've never made a car ride with him or anything, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's legit. I mean, it's not even like he doesn't put it on very much. He is. No, like, I'm not saying. I'm not. That's saying, him. It's just everybody's different, you know. You say that again. Yeah, but it would just be Everybody, right. just be, everybody's different. Feel a lot. <laughs> oh, another week. Everyone joins us. Thank you all for to, turning in every week and checking in with us. We're here for you. Lord knows we'd be doing something else with our weeks. Who knows what? Uh, Matthew Stewart reached out and said the fact that you guys shouted out Joey Diaz made my morning. Every Monday, I listen to Click This and The Joint like a doctor. Love me some Joey. There was a bunch of people that said, like, you know, like, I've ingested 2,000, you know. No way. No way. It's it wasn't like, the stars of death then. And that's my old thing, too. It's just like, the you know, oh, I, I do this and I do that. It's just like, well, whatever, you know. I, I I thought some of them would were, were just ribbon anyway with, with the amounts that they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, and, and and smoked three joints. Right. Yeah. Somebody did say. Yeah. This, he was like, smoking a blunt while they were taking the stars at death. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like, number one, who three? Like, who who possibly? Number one, you must be like, smoking the the dirt weed that we smoked in high school. Right. You know the the Mexican pressed dirt weed. Today's today's THC level like high high grade. Like yeah, if you no sm- if you smoke my if you smoke my weed, if you smoke, if you, I, I would like to see somebody smoke one of those three three gram uh, glass tip jackknives and then and eat uh, two thousand uh, milligram <laughs> star of death. Yeah, 
Uh, Ringspan said, you're right about the stars of the 60s, 70s, and 80s compared to today, Sean. The stars of today are all mostly spoon-fed wimps compared to guys like Steve McQueen and Burt Reynolds. Some of my own favorite that gave off the vibe of danger and unpredictability would certainly have to include Oliver Reed, Charles Bronson. I can't believe I forgot Charles Bronson. Uh, um, Wings Hauser, Robert Lynch, Rutger Hauer, Robert Shaw, definitely Dennis Hopper. Those are just some from that time period. Can't think of hardly any from today. Yeah, Ringspan, I, I kind of agree with you. People were sending me pictures of today's actors like with jacked bodies. I didn't say they don't go to the gym. I said there's no element of danger coming off the screen. It's a different thing. It's a vibe thing. I don't care how big his f- f- freaking pecs are. It's not where I was going with that. It's an element of danger. Coach says, hey, guys, great point. But you could also say the wrestling heels don't intimidate anyone today either. Back in the day, seeing a heel like Baron Von Raschke, Koloff, George Steele, Stan Hansen, etc., looked like the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would. I, I, I wouldn't have charged Kamala. As a young man, I, I wouldn't have taken a swing at Samoan Afa when he was headed out of the ring, or a or a Kevin Nash for that reason, being nine feet tall. It's a different thing. It's a different time. A sack of angry badgers. I really want to add Ox Baker did it and Breakfast Good for Price to my own personal list of go-to purchases in life. Um, thanks, K. Fabe Sean. So. Maybe uh, the uh, for the merch. Now, I've got to remind everyone that there is click this merch out there. Get your eleven soft. With the eleven soft jersey. That's a personal favorite of mine. The jersey, the tumbler, the sweatshirt. There's everything, guys. Definitely, definitely hoodie season. Yeah, we're into hoodie season. Man, it's, yeah. It was cold as fuck down here today. What do you call cold in goddamn Volusia County? Uh, sixty-one degrees with right. 13-mile-an-hour wind coming off the ocean? Well, the wind. Yeah, the wind does it. Yeah. Especially if you got basketball shorts on and no underwear. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> swinging. Nah, it ain't swinging. It's fucking Tommy. No, not t- there. T- Tommy the turtle fucking goes Turtle's the, head, exactly. Yeah, it goes into this fucking shell. Joe Nazaro, love that intro. New Smyrna Beach loves you, Big Kev. Love him back. Is that where that restaurant garlic is? Yeah. I love that place. See, it's they make fun. a meatball the size of Secretariat's testicle. It's like this big. And it's just as good as that, actually. No, it's wonderful. It, the place is called garlic. It's not a gimmick where, like, they have these places in the world, like in San Francisco, I ate at one. I think it was called the Stinking Rose, where, like, everything is overdone in garlic. It's not like that. The place is just called garlic. It's Italian food. It's very interesting layout, like this outside but inside type vibe. And what's the treehouse one? There's a treehouse one over there, isn't there? It's like, I don't know because I, I, if I'm going to go have a nice uh, meal, I'm going to drink, and that's way too many jurisdictions to drive through with a little bit of a buzz on. To get back to you, to your place, yeah. 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 Frank. And I know everybody out there. You can take an Uber. Yeah, fuck you. I'm taking a damn Uber. Frank E nine nine one two one zero. Sean, my parents didn't spend twelve hundred on us in a year. That's more than they had in their bank account. For fuck's sake! I guess a reference to Bull and Bear, where uh, 
we had steak. Listen, there was four adults, four kids. The, 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 the 1200 was not exorbitant for the food ordered. There was no wine, but still. Uh, Tommy Damon, favorite show from two of me favorite humans. Just humans, though. Captain Thrall, I love Nash and Sean, but you guys sound like you're struggling to come up with things to talk about. Quote, who, um, uh, who's an actor you liked? Never ask that, by the way. Uh, who looked tough? Didn't say who looked tough. I talked about an element of danger in the stars of the 70s. Who, uh, have you worked with? If I'm going to ask Kevin, I'm going to have a very specific list of people that I want to know who he worked with. I love the, the Monday morning quarterback stuff. It gets a little tired. We have to have room for this. I'm, just, I'm not just going to read the good stuff. No, I, it, it, to me, though, it's one of those things that if, it, if it's that annoying, fucking just turn it the fuck off. And there's plenty of shows. If you want to hear about the arm bar, there's plenty of shows, some on this damn network, that you go, The Beal, maybe, two hours on The Beal. Plenty of shows to get that. That's not here. That's all. That's it. I didn't do it when I got paid to do it. Why the fuck would I do it when I talk about the shit now? The pitch here is whatever's on Kevin's damn mind, okay? That's what we talk about. Yeah. Sometimes we prompt him, poke him, prod him a little to find out what's on his mind. But it ain't. It, it, it's, it's not the reverse chin lock, usually. And, and, and uh, you know, I can find people to complain behind my back all day long. I mean, there's, there's just, there's operative term behind your back. Absolutely. You can, there's so many people. I just wish somebody would come up to me and say, you know, I'd listen to your show and you're a boring motherfucker. I was going to say, if like, let's say we have 2%, most of the people are wonderful and nice comments, very uplifting to read. Let's say 2% of the audience, it's probably the same guy under different accounts, has something negative to say like this. So that would stand to reason, Kevin, by those odds, if you do a signing at a Comic-Con and you sign 500 people over the course of two days, that 2% of that would, should be coming up to you with complaints. That would be 10 people. Do you get 10 people in a weekend come up no. and take issue with the content of your podcast? I've actually had people that have came... And taking pictures with me and, you know, had the, just I always, I mean, I always spend time with people. I always make sure I look them in the eye because to me, they're, they're waiting in line to see me. They must be, you know, they must have some degree of, uh, I, they must be f fans of some kind. Mm -hmm. and, and I appreciate it because like, you know, during the 30 years that, that I wrestled, and did other things. I, I, I never got a chance to, you know, we, the cars are parked in the back. You, you come in and out of the back of the arena. You don't have any, any, uh, any interaction with, with the, the fan base. So this gives you a chance to sit down and, and, and talk to them. And the one person said, um, it was on my Twitter and there was a picture of them. They're smiling. I'm smiling. I mean, it could have been a Christmas card. And, it's, and their, their, their comment was, yeah, great picture, just the, the experience wasn't what I wanted it to be. What, didn't get a reach around? What happened? I, well, there's, I don't know, because there's time people say, will you, will you sign my breast? No. 
You know? What's the weirdest thing you've ever signed? Did I ask you that already? I mean, a doll this, with hair? Doll, doll with real hair? No, I mean, it's, it's always people want you to sign body parts. Uh, and then and then you see them, you know, a year later or two years later, and they've, you know, they've got the had it. You've got to get a tattoo. Yeah. I was doing um, a movie called Cecil B. Demented, directed by John Waters. And, like, in downtime, people were asking, like, what's what's the weirdest shit you've had to sign? And he's like, ah, please. He doesn't, you know, tits, dick, signed it all. He was the weirdest one. He goes, I was at a bar. Guy threw a colostomy bag up on the bar. He's like, so I signed it. Never had to sign a colostomy bag, yeah. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. No. Maybe for merch. I have to talk to Ryan. Maybe we can get the click this colostomy bag. Ugh. Shit, th- shit this. Ugh. Uh, Jeremy. There's no, there's, there's no wood around. I mean, hold on a second. Some wood over here. He taps some fucking wood on that. It's <laughs> fucking, that's like, ugh. Uh, Jeremy. Oh, shit. Uh, 12-6 with Kev Nash on ad-free shows, he says. Click this with the breaking news today. So pumped. And, uh, yeah, Kevin's saying, I will see you there. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, we will have some premium content. Anyone who's disappointed about that should know we're not leaving. You're going to have a free show on YouTube and on your your favorite podcast outlet, Spotify, Apple, whatever you listen to. But if you want some premium content, it's going to be there for you. You can get the, you can get the sirloin. You can get the filet mignon. You could eat outside. You could eat inside at at, uh, at Shea Nash here. Um, the way it works is all $29 level members and higher on ad-free shows are going to be invited to join the live watch-along. Okay, This is on December 6th at 9 p.m. Top guy members, that's the top of the line, they get, uh, they get to come up and chat live with Kev. We're going to be watching... The Nash Goldberg, the historic Nash Goldberg. You know what I forgot to tell you, Kev? We, a few weeks ago, you were talking about the match with Backlund, right? The, the uh-huh. quick one at the Garden. I knew somebody. Like, I might have been in college at the time. Uh, I knew somebody from college who was there. And right before the match, Patterson and Briscoe come up and they sit in the seats behind him. So. He knew right there that he was probably the only one in, in the area that knew. But so is that a common thing where they want to watch it from the fans' perspective to see if. Dude, I, 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 they, they came to me and told me I was going over in the garden. I just said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, 
two two years earlier, they 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 came up to me in uh, Saint Petersburg, Florida, and handed me a box that I took a pair of scissors, opened up, and there was the Oz gimmick. So, right. Yeah. You know, we'll cover so, that soon. I have a lot of Oz questions. I realize I've never asked you. You know, Oz never <laughs> did give nothing to the Ten Man that he didn't didn't already have. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't people don't know that. Mia Yim was in the news uh, this week with the name change, right, to Mishin, which means crazy in Korean, I guess. It was a little nickname she had as a kid. Um, but now, uh, upon coming back, she's she's Mia Yim again. Now, um, she's great, worked with her once, lovely lady, but I have a question about the name stuff. I think Cena was on... Letterman or Leno at the time, whatever, and they were asking him about, they were enthralled by the fact that names get trademarked by WWE. So seen as a dude that doesn't own the name, apparently. That's that's a WWE trademark now, John Cena. Does this come up in the negotiation? Do you have say in it? Obviously, you have say because you own Kevin Nash, but how does that work? Okay, number one, um... So is John Cena, that's John's name? It is his given name, but they've trademarked it. WWE has trademarked it. It should only be able to be registered. Let me look it up here. It should be able to be registered, but not trademarked. And then you would have to sign a merchandising agreement. Um, So, yeah, I just brought it up here. It 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 is a trademark of World Wrestling Entertainment filed in April 20th, 2004. So I don't see how they can trademark it. I don't know. I just I don't think I don't know how they could. You know, I don't know how they could. Um, I guess it only extends to products, right? Obviously, it's like John couldn't go put out on his own uh, a, a John Cena pro- T-shirt of some kind of him. Sure, he could, but not without WWE. I don't think couldn't call it John Cena. Let's see. Okay, so this lists everything that it has the exclusive rights for. Well, see, so if you look at that and you have to realize John Cena's probably on a 50-50 split with the company. Right, so so he would collect, obviously he would collect anyway, but he doesn't have the autonomy to use his name for a product. Well, there's nothing on that list that you could. What else are they going to have? Spaceships? I mean, fuck that. I mean, I mean you know everything's what I mean? there. Jigsaw Jig- puzzles, yeah, kites, you, uh, pinball games related to wrestling, puppets, puppets. Was the last time you saw a wrestling puppet? Bowling ball bags. To- they think to- of a, toy guitars. Toy guitars. Right. They've thought of it all. This is model kits for making toy vehicles, pool cues, confetti. I bet he thought at one point. I at least have confetti. I yeah, signed they, my name away, but I at least have confetti. No, f you, John. You don't. Toy banks made of tin, right? Not just toy banks, but toy banks made of tin. Toy gum figure makers. Novelty toys. I mean, that's what is that? That would be. You could throw one of those at a at a Bills game. Yeah, I was gonna say, plug that bitch in. Christmas tree decoration. Okay, I get the decorations. Interesting. 
So I'm getting here. Uh, okay, so I guess it was on the Howard Stern show. He confirmed that uh, Vince McMahon has the right to own his name and gets a cut of uh, from actually all his movies. Uh, listen, he has no problem with the arrangement. Just curious. So they, did they ever ask you for the Kevin Nash name when you came over from uh, WCW? No. They didn't have to worry about it beforehand, right? Because you were diesel for the whole first run. Yes. Then Kevin Nash and WCW, but coming back, they didn't ask you for the name, huh? Oh. Okay. But they they owned the NWO. Right. So they then we got a percentage of that, you know, from the WWE. Man, but the name is much more personal than the than the faction. That's uh yeah, they the, they still but, own Diesel? But the fat yeah. yeah okay. Of course. The, fa the, the faction makes way more money than Kevin Nash does. Right. You know, yeah. it, was all, it was always, it was always the, I mean, it, the NWO is the, that's the home run. Yeah. Like if you, if, if I could pick owning either the NWO trademark solely 100% or owning Kevin Nash in the world of wrestling, I'll take, I'll take the NWO. Gotcha. There it is. Diesel. Diesel as it relates to wrestling. Obviously only. They don't have to pay yeah. uh, the, the gas pump uh, manufacturers. Um, now, Hogan, remember he, I, I feel like the Hogan trademark on all the merch when I was a kid always had, was it Marvel or DC, the Hulk? It was, Mar it was Marvel and they, and they paid, I want to think it was a hundred grand to use the Hulk trademark. Um, aha! I'm I'm reading I'm I'm reading our uh, I'm the reading, chat. Yeah, if it's yeah, we, we I'm not going to say anything. Oh no, because, Kev, call your not, lawyer tomorrow. No, 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 no. Just yeah. uh, just uh, yeah. Very good. See, you know, what the, you know what the problem is with diesel. Is and I so when they when they said they were going to call me Diesel, I said, "Can we spell it with a Z?" And they looked at me like I was fucking insane. But I had lived in Europe and played basketball over in Germany. Diesel jeans were nothing in the states at that time. Mm. There weren't uh, there wasn't a Diesel brand. So when you go out like for merch for merchandise, you always had like they had to put Diesel Power. D, like they always had to put something else. They could never just put diesel. Right. You know, so that's why. Very good. Let's see. This, this, this podcast and, and, is proving valuable for multiple reasons. And, and Oz, Oz is owned by, by Turner because they own, uh, the wizard of Oz. The original. Movie. Right. Right. So that's, uh, which is that public domain yet? I wouldn't think so. No, I thought it was 75 years. What was it? That would definitely be up. You know what became public domain? Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. It's weird that we live long enough to see crap like that happen. I watched the other night. I was, I was, went through and I was just looking, for, I wanted to find a long movie because I, I, lately I just, I just don't fucking sleep. So I said, fuck. So I was going through and I went to, I went to HBO Max. And when you go to movies, and you know, it has the A to Z. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm just looking for something long, and I'm just going, I'm looking at it, and all of a sudden I see Costner. This is JFK. And I'm like, fuck, man, I haven't watched JFK in forever. Mm-hmm. So I watched JFK. And at the end of the movie, and I, I, I should have paid more attention because it, I, I didn't realize I would bring this up, but they said that uh, that the uh, classified information in that in that case will be revealed in t- t- like twenty twenty eight. Really? So it was that far ahead even then? Yeah. They keep teasing this still. So it's like twenty twenty eight, but it's just like it's one of those things where every time I watch that. I say to myself, like, they, th- there were three shots. The Warren Commission says there were three shots. One clearly hits the ground because it ricochets and hits that guy underneath the, the, the and uh, so the other one is it, it hits him in the back, you know, and then the third one is the, is the headshot. Right. Back, the back and to the left. Back to the left. So there's your three shots, but then they find the one bullet, which is absolutely pristine, laying on the stretcher with uh, JFK. And that would have to have been the bullet that went through, like, like this, the, that's the magic bullet with, this, mm-hmm. the, with, the, with the turns, right. you know? And, um, you just say to yourself, like, wow, like they basically, they killed the president of the United States to make sure that we went to war in, in, in Southeast Asia, to make sure that Bell Helicopter got the contract for that, that Huey to, I mean, it's just like, and you, and people think that they're fucking like, Gonna get Trump? Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a long history of yeah. I think like, like yeah, what, yeah. And all of a sudden, like just one day, we're just gonna become this moral compass. I have a uh, a series, a TV series that I wrote that's on their option that I co-wrote with somebody um, who I found, um, whose father was a Cuban. Um, operative brought uh, who came here and that's a photo of him in the middle with the, a very long gun but uh well yeah he was a um he came here and was trained by the CIA to go back in and do Castro however in the training in the early 60s um he was at CIA camp in Homeland Florida and was training some marksmen a guy named Ozzy is all he knew him as, who was not a very good shot, who he later saw on television being arrested on November 22nd, 1963, as Oswald. And uh, Steve, if you have the uh, one of the newspaper, uh, or I know the Miami Herald just broke out, trying to keep it all under wraps for the last few years, but it kind of broke a little bit. But we still have the series, and it's still optioned, but... So he, <laughs> Ricardo Jr., is, they used to go shooting in the Everglades for fun. I guess that's what you guys do in Florida. And uh, he turns to his dad one time, and he's talking about JFK and studying it in school. He's like, 
and he goes, uh, he goes, did they, uh, did he, do you think uh, that he uh, shot? He said, nah, he wasn't that good a shot. <laughs> well, they, they had like several, you know, like sharpshooters that could, that, that could make, you know, could make that shot. Yeah. And uh, there was a, uh, God, I want to think, it, maybe it was on Netflix, um, but they had this, it's a, he's a British guy and he's a cold case investigator and he does the Kennedy assassination. And his theory is that when Kennedy takes, now you could get one round off, which they say is the, is the one where he's, you know, the right. one that goes through his back and he's, he's, he's choking. So they take off and as they take off the secret service guy that's in the car behind them, as they accelerate, he's got an M16 in his hand and it discharges, which would, now if you've ever seen the autopsy, the, if, if that was an M16 shot from the back, it would, it would roll. And because of the, of the smallness of the round, it would fragmentate. So it would fragmentate and it would blow it would blow that that flap out because it's coming that way, right? So the, the the kill shot was actually a Secret Service agent, and that, that, that's the An only accident, accidental fire from the the. That, that's what he says because there's nothing a, a full metal jacket would not cause that fragmentation. It would have to be a, a, like a like a round like an M16 round. And I watched that, and I said, you know, and then when you, when you see the autopsy, it's just like it doesn't make sense that there would be that much bone fragmentation throughout the the, the, the back of Kennedy's brain mm-hmm. with a full metal jacket. Full metal jacket would have been would would, would you know would, would have went right would have blown, you know. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to see these files. Trump promised them. Remember that. He he said he was going to declassify. He said as soon, he said as soon as they got his taxes, right after after that, uh, we, we've uh, who who so it's the, coming up. So it's coming up. It sounds like like who's read who, who who's read art of the art of the deal. I did the Tony Schwartz uh, co-authored uh, book with I, I many do, years ago. Do you remember that that, that 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 famous like he's he's walking in New York City with his daughter, and there's a guy with like. He's on the ground. He's begging. He's got pencils and a couple of bucks. And he says to his his daughter, he goes, you know the difference between uh, me and him? And she goes, no. He, he, he says, he's got a couple of bucks. So just like. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. If, if, if they told me he was worth $17 million with an M million dollars, I'd be like, okay. Right. Like so he this, meant, cause it's all tied up in assets. He meant he's got liquid. Yeah. He's got like, all my I, stuff I, have, I, have, I have nothing, yeah. you know, 
but that's interesting. Interesting. Um, listen, uh, I couldn't think of uh, anything more disparate uh, from the assassination of one of our presidents than the, uh, I'll call it the tweet of the week. Maybe now we should start scouring Twitter for the tweet of the week. Anyone uh, who might have been at the Vikings-Cowboys game in Minnesota last week. Minnesota. Might have seen. <laughs> we haven't had any Jesse in a while. We, we, we do, might. Maybe we do this whole news story as Jesse. <clears throat> why, don't, why don't you tell me if it's worth it there, uh, Oliver? I will. The, um, the, uh, the too-sweet tweet of the week uh, would be, so uh, a soldier, a picture of a soldier, a tweet. Uh, of a soldier was brought up onto the board with the kind of a touching, uh, a touching sentiment behind it. it. Says, "This is my cousin Joel, who served in the army. He's always been an inspiration and someone I looked up to for his heroism. He's also a huge Vikes fan." And the picture there is of porn star Johnny Sins. From I guess he dresses up in these outfits in his porn performances so this got on the big board so this this to, is my to arou- to, i'm sure to arousing uh arousing yes so probably standing oh thank you for your service <laughs> thank you for your s- pounding someone's cervix <laughs> loved you and de- loved you and rommel the desert fox <laughs> precisely so Twitter continues to be a sandbox that I enjoy playing in. While we're on Musk, the the progression, the desperate progression of emails from last Friday was covered uh, in the Times. If anyway, is there? I think that we need more cowbell, Kev. I hear some cowbell uh, in the. There you go. That's a, that's <clears> my uh, Mississippi Queen. I might it's my code G, G code. It's my, I commit my supplement company that takes care of me. Um, because you do the athletic greens in the morning and then, then G code yeah. later in the evening for the show. So Musk's email early on the Friday was, um, uh, anyone who is in coding and knows our stack, which I guess is an industry term for, uh, the software that's used uh, to run Twitter says, uh, Come up to the 11th floor, 12th floor, wherever they were. Uh, come up to the 12th floor immediately. And so some hours go by. The next email goes out to the staff. Anyone that does coding or knows the stack, we'll fly you out to the headquarters tonight. Please just hit us. Please reply to this and let us know where we can send the plane tickets. Not a lot of takers in the building, I'm guessing. I knew they were fucked when I got a DM from Musk and he said, hey, Nash. You want to give this a shot? <laughs> Once you get your mic on, yeah, exactly. Check your email. There's going to be a plane ticket there. Once you can get online, what's it? What's it under? What's the email under? What? What? I use my phone for email, not my computer. That's right. I can't uh, open this. What is it? Adobe? What is this? I I I can't. No, I, I'm going to have to download DocuSign to get. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, that Hotmail account, boy, old school. Um, I, I got the AOL, baby. You saw an AOL, I know. Kid me, man. Come on. Honoring WCW every day of your life when you open uh, that there. Absolutely. Keep AOL, them, keep, TW, keep them baby. going, baby. 
Bo James. Have you heard of an indie wrestler named Bo James? He is working. Oh, I saw this. I saw this. Yes, this was on the news yesterday. As the progressive liberal. Okay, this is a this is a brilliant uh, modern day heel heat creation because heel heat doesn't exist anymore, right? Everyone loves the heels, right? And NWO might have been well, probably ECW was the start of that, and then NWO, and then Attitude Era. You know, the heels always talked cooler than the baby faces. They always acted cooler than the baby faces. So he <laughs> there he is. So now years ago. To get real heel heat, you, maybe you were doing a foreigner gimmick, right? Maybe you were Ivan Koloff, and maybe you were in danger every once in a while. Maybe you were the sheik, right, after the, uh, you know, the hostage situation. So maybe you were, you were in danger a little bit. Um, it, maybe it elicited some violence from the fans. Today, you'd think it's impossible to do that, to incite fans to be that, that impassioned and angry. This guy knew that in a lot of the states that he'd be working as an indie wrestler, that gimmick and I, let's, 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 let's also make sure that with that, that, that the, the, the taping, that the, the, the actual uh, news piece, I think, was shot in West Virginia. You saw a West Virginia piece. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah the one I saw was, it was CNN, but, I mean, he's, you know. Now, this is in West Virginia, that action right there. Now, anyone who's listening, he's wearing a Hillary shirt, a collage of Hillary faces. Which makes me immediately say, lock her up. Right. Lock right. her up. And, and if you're in West Virginia, you would get sh you could get shanked in the street for that. Just like in 1982, if you were walking around with the Sheik's deal, the Sheik's gimmick, out on the street in West Virginia, you were similarly in danger. This guy found a way to bring that heel heat to the red states. He's had switchblades hold on him. He had a woman, while he was standing on the apron, lighting his trunks on fire with a cigarette lighter. Dude, this is like 1975 again. And, and I say that as a compliment. Have you seen? Okay, so obviously they, they, they talked to this cat, but then they talked to the, the, the guy that's the promoter slash top baby face. Have you seen this cat yet? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, you got, please, please stay. For, find me a shot of the, 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 the top baby. The, the, yeah. Who's the, I mean, it's his promotion. I'm he, picturing him looking like Cena. Yeah. I'm picturing this guy looking like, there we go. And he's he's working as, I mean he's the I mean he's the he's the baby was it Eleven Soft? He's doing something with the hands there. Now that was so that was the promoter on the left side there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and, and that and that picture looks like it's been doctored. Yeah, there, the, there, it looks Eleven Soft right there. You can get signed copies of something from him, by the way. Is that Bo James? So this is Bo James? I thought Bo James was the worker. Pro wrestler Bo James. Yeah, that this that's the fucking promoter right there. Okay, there he is. There he is. Tell me that that, that son of a bitch. Come on. 
And I tell the people right there, I said, you know, it's a shit I hit him. And they, boy, they tell me hit him. He's got the strap, huh? Oh, he's, he's the man. Hmm. You might have to come out of retirement, swing down into the uh, Appalachia. To spot. Yeah, it does look like uh, he could do the uh, Bannon's little brother gimmick there, maybe. His skin, his skin's far too, too good for that. Um, Herschel Walker in the news again. <clears throat> again? Yeah. Apparently, he has applied for the homestead tax rebate in Texas, where, of course, you have you know your primary residence. That's funny. He's doing a runoff for the Georgia Senate. Yeah. Odd. I guess he's going to have, I guess, I guess the IRS is going to need some kind of explanation before this check is cut. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking though, I think that there's actually, there are 15, uh, rules that you have to have, uh, you don't have to have all of them. There's a total, an aggregate of 15. And you have to hit a percentage of them to be able to run for public office. Obviously, I, I obviously IQ is not one of the fifteen. Nowhere on there, nor how uh, um, pollution and the movement of air between the United States and China and political implications of air. Don't th no questions about that on the form. <clears throat> also, I believe the wording is, if what I read is correct. All you dicks out there that are going to, of course, have the answer, the Monday morning quarterbacks. I believe what it says is to serve, you have to be a, uh, a resident, uh, a permanent resident of the state of Georgia. So technically, you're not serving at the election time. So I don't believe this is illegal, but a, probably a bad look, no? I mean, maybe he's just shacking up with one of the women that he paid for their abortion. Right. There's more than one right now. I said one of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? My whole deal is, man, is is, is that such a between that and 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 our uh, our girl down in Arizona who's uh, you know going to sue to to get to, because she got cheated out of the uh, governor of Arizona spot. Right, yeah. But but. Wouldn't you, if you're going to run, this he, he, this is a current application. This isn't one from two years ago. This is a current application. It's $1,500 credit. Wouldn't you forego that so that you don't have to be distracted by all this? So that no questions come up about this doing anything? Wouldn't one freaking year you say, I'm, I'm not going to go for that homestead thing because of the, the living situation. Who are we talking about here? I mean, he didn't have a problem for the longest time. For when he, you know, they fi finally somebody like walked him in on the fact that for like every hundred dollars that they were uh, pulling in for his campaign, ninety-five percent of it was going to Trump. Well, it, listen, and lest anyone think that I don't want Herschel Walker in the political public eye, I want him constantly on my feed and speaking speaking not news articles i need to hear me some herschel i'm just so afraid that matt that it's it's if he gets if he if he if he and i pray he loses like i i just don't i 
Like, how long can you parody him on Saturday Night Live? Like, after two weeks, they'll be like, okay, we're done with this. And now, and now we're stuck with him for four years. The parody is not as funny as the real Herschel Walker when he opens no. his mouth. Though. No. It doesn't even come close. Keenan says he won't do it. So, um, We have some foot fetish news uh, this week, Kev, oh. uh, for you. Um, the largest feat in the world... Guinness has given to a woman. Let's take a look at her. She is, uh, she's 6'9", and she wears uh, a woman's, uh, what is it, a woman's, a woman's 14, 16, let me see down there, a woman, uh, which would, a woman's 18, which is a men's 16 or 17. The shack wears like a 22. So how is she's the Guinness? It, the largest w- w- woman's feet. Oh, have largest be. woman's feet. It would have to be because a men's. I mean, a men's. Yeah, there's every guy. 17. Every guy in the NBA's got a foot bigger than that. But look at proportionally. Look at what we're talking about in that shot when she was getting that massage. And now, so so go back to the uh, Steve. So, okay, so, so how are we doing with with the foot? It's just the size, terrifying enough that. Now she's getting it washed. Anyone who's not watching this, we're watching her get a pedicure. They use they're using farm tools uh, for this, and uh, the, the basin is the size of a, of a of a goddamn commode. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go like Southern gentleman on this one and just say, "Oh, bless her heart." She's yeah. not. I mean, she's not. For. for because if, if you're not watching right now, I, I'm guaranteeing you that for somebody six foot, a, a six foot nine woman with size 17 shoes, like you would, you would not, you would think it would, would be much more Yeti ish. Right. She's a little softer than maybe. She's got a little bit of a, I mean, she's, it's not, I don't think she's going to win the Miss Olympia, but I mean, yeah, it, yeah I like, this is, this is, this is, who the fuck tries to shoot? Hey, you've got the world's largest the largest foot. Let me try this tied shoe on you. Yeah. Now, do you think can you could you handle that action, Kev? What kind of what kind of cash we talk? Yeah. Maybe one of the films with Johnny Sins from the uh, of the uh, Minnesota scoreboard fame. Yeah. I, I, have him come in for the finish. Yeah. No, I. You kind of liked visiting the world of entertainment last week with uh, David O. Russell and Lily Tomlin. Very interesting. So, somebody who's notoriously as difficult is Christian Bale. So, here's uh, some audio of uh, Christian Bale versus, I think, everyone on the set. It was. Uh, I think well first it was the DP I know. Was the this DP. the ba- the Batman one? Uh, uh what was the production? Uh somebody get me on this here on what the actual production was here. It was uh ter- oh that's right it was oh, a Terminator, Terminator. Uh, a Terminator remake that's right. Okay. Um somebody crossed his eye line during re- a rehearsal by the way. And um and that was enough for uh, uh, to set Christian off. Here's Christian Bale. Kick your fucking ass. I want you off the fucking set, you prick. No, don't just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. What the fuck are you doing? 
Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No. No. Don't shut me up. Am I going to walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, da 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 da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? What don't you fucking understand? You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Give me a fucking answer. What don't you get about it? I was looking at the light. Oh, good for you. And how was it? <laughs> I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now. How is isn't it? <laughs> Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Brilliant. Brilliant. Let's see, there's a backstory on that. Okay. Uh, Christian goes to his, uh, after lunch, he goes to his trailer, and lo and behold is the uh, woman with the world's biggest feet. Christian, unbeknownst to him, has no blue chew. Well, to say you got a bad book report from the, from Sasquatch is a understatement. So he comes back on set, and uh, he takes this is it out. post. This he is post he attempt. Takes it, he takes it out on Bruce, right? You know, so I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Never work with Christian Bale. I guess not. I, I, to to mm. satisfy the uh, the fans' question earlier, I'm just. Gonna, uh, you work with Christian Bale? Uh-huh. Uh, no, not so much. Uh, We're in Bikini Bottom right now, down there at the, at the, at the, where uh, SpongeBob and them at the, at the, at the bottom, you know, where the, all those, where, uh, uh. Florida man or Jersey guy, Kevin, I'm going to give you two headlines, real headlines. I want you to tell me who the Jersey guy is and who the, uh, who the Florida man is. Okay. You've been you've been stellar at this game, okay? I put I put your record up there uh, percentage wise, very close to your WCW run. Um, all right, first headline, man, the, the first one, the first well, Oz, <laughs> uh, a man leaves his business class seat to grope a sleeping woman. You fly a lot, maybe you've seen the same thing, um, and the second headline. Man arrested for trying to buy child at Walmart. Man leaves his business class seat to grope a sleeping woman or man arrested for trying to buy child at Walmart. Well, he can't leave his first class seat from on a Spirit Airline out of, out of Sanford, Florida. So I'm going to say that the first class, the first class gentleman is from Jersey and... Of course, everybody's trying to purchase a child in in Florida. So that's my those are my guesses. Oh, so the record continues, <laughs> Kevin. Spot on. <laughs> All right, let's head to Newark Airport, everybody. Um, oh boy. Uh, what's this gentleman's name here? Uh, Ganesh Parkar was arrested after touching down in Newark Airport uh, for sexually assaulting a woman during a 14-hour flight. Uh, pros prosecutors say the uh, the 40-year-old uh, intentionally moved from his more expensive seat to sit behind the woman in an otherwise empty row in economy. 
Uh, and uh, let's head to Walmart in. Uh, let's see what part of your fair state this. Is. Oh, there's a there's there you go. The mug shots all, all you need there. Oh, Volusia County. Nice Volusia County Walmart. There's our friend Helmuth Kolb, 85 years old, uh, arrested. <laughs> not Nazi war criminal. And that's. I think he was on the Lusitania when it got shot in 1915. Um, Fucking hell. Now, but the, you know what was fascinating? As I read more about this, he was actually arrested for a parole viol- violation for trying to buy an eight-year-old at a Winn-Dixie prior to this. So he was shopping around like like any good any good consumer. The action at Winn-Dixie was not good enough. So he violated his parole by doing the same thing at a Walmart. And uh, the it's, quote is, where is it here? Okay, so Kolb uh, reportedly told the child's mother how pretty her child was, followed them to the parking lot, where he offered her $100,000 for the child. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was weird that they had the, uh, the case was actually tried in The Hague. That was strange. Where I... <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> um, you know, you once said, and I always tie it to this podcast, but you, you were talking on one of our shows about something else. Uh, I think it was the success of your click there. And you said rather succinctly, well, everyone loves a buddy film. And, uh, and the truth of that should not be lost. So no. I... I did a deep dive on my own on that topic of the buddy film. And I found, I went through a lot of the buddy films that, that we've seen. What are some, let's throw some out, Kev. Uh, um, def- well, that's, that's, we, we, we talked to uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Right. So, I, you know, technically, you know what? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally go there, but, you know, for obvious reasons, yeah, I put that there too. But now in the modern age, like forty-eight hours, right? The uh, Nick that's Nolte, the st- Eddie Murphy. I, to me, that's the st- that's the start of because usually the the, the do, do you remember the 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 guy that was the heel in this? He ended up being on like Sex in the City and all these other shows, but the guy that's the heel in that movie uh, was like it was him, and he had a, an Indian counterpart. And uh, like they were vicious, they were vicious uh, heels for like that, that that period. Mm-hmm. And um, but that's when he 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 gets uh, Eddie Murphy out of out of out of yes, there. yeah, yeah. That's the and, yeah, and, yeah, and you know, know that guy. Yeah. He was sure. he was, he was uh, <clears throat> Samantha's boyfriend, I think, on Sex in the City for several seasons. So uh, and then now shortly after this. But you had, they had that because Nolte, he was a con and Nolte was the, 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 the crusty, the cop. I want to, I want to think he had an Eldorado convertible that it, it, remember he, he gets, a, he, he gets him in when he just reaches across and punches Eddie Murphy one time on the side of the head. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody remembers yeah. that. But that, that was, um, that kind of set up the, because there, there always had to be like, they couldn't be. We were talking about uh, one uh, a couple weeks ago, and like I looked at a couple of lists of different buddy films, and nowhere was Bad Boys. You're right, and I didn't think 
of that, but that's um, uh, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Martin Lawrence and, and, and Will Smith. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, they did three of those, you know? And. Yeah, I wonder why. that. Like, wh what about it violated? Because there are some buddy film rules, right? Like, first of all, one has to be a bit of a misfit, right? And the other guy's like the more together cat, right? I guess yeah. of, of Mice and Men, now that I'm thinking. I don't know if we can include literature here. But it was filmed, I guess, right? Of Mice and Men. George and Lenny. Put yeah. That in there. Um, so in the, in 48 hours, you had like, Eddie was the, was the screwball. Well, he was the, he was the, the, the convict, right? So he would have been the screwball. And then your white hat would have been Nick Nolte. Lethal weapon. Now, what is that? Like 87? I'm thinking. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around there. Around there. Right. But and you've got, you've, you've got the, the white, you got the white, black, uh, you got the, the, the yeah, that's kind of a trope there too. Kind of, kind of the the by the book black police officer trying, and, and all they're always trying to get their fucking retirement. But <laughs> the, the, there's the, one thing in the, the way: <laughs> out of control white guy is uh, Tango and Cash. I didn't think of that either. Yeah, yeah, Tango and Cash. There was, there was I don't a, know that I ever saw it. That was Stallone and. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Okay. And the uh, the bad guy was Raul Julia. The great Raul Julia. Great Raul Julia. The dead, but great Raul Julia. Still, still looks good. So it seems that one buddy always needs a dysfunction. Yeah. Right. Of some kind. Like, there we go. Look at look at Stallone. Did anybody see the Tulsa just show? Ask you, how's Tulsa? Is this worth the, a shot the, or the, what? The King of Tulsa. Did you see it? I watched it. And no, no dice. So a guy gets a guy the guy does twenty five years to to you know to protect the, the the mob boss, keeps his mouth shut, honor, you know, the the, the mob honor. And this is of course uh, Stallone's character. He comes back and um they bring him in, they got nothing for him in, in, in the New York area, so they, they give him Tulsa and he decides that he's going to take over the um, state-run uh, legalized recreational and medical marijuana field, mm. and he's and he's he's taking uh, a percentage out of because you know, yeah, he's taking a percentage a, a cut to give to give these guys uh, protection. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's all right. I can I can I can read the expression. I'm I'm a busy guy. I can't waste my time with this. Well, stuff, I, so. I and I'm just thinking like to myself like I like Stallone. Must be pay, be paying him a, a shitload of money because I didn't get it. Yeah. He's probably behind it creatively in some way, right? In order well, to I, get out there and I, do this, he has to have a piece of the. The thing is, is they, they, they're trying to, to tie it off that Yellowstone show. Like, it, it runs on the same network. Mm-hmm. I got to say, Yellowstone's probably, this is probably the uh, the last year for Yellowstone. How old's Stallone? He's I was just going to ask that. He's 76? I put him mid-70s, right? Has to be. Still looks good. In that shot, anyway. Yeah, no, he, I mean... 
76. Good call. So, uh, all right, to get back to, to, to our, uh, if we're going to allow women, right? Of course, you're yeah. saying buddy, but women could be buds. Um, Thelma got, Louise. I guess it's, it's, it's got to be there. Here's here's one that that, that that I thought about that was that was interesting was the original odd couple was 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 Mathau and 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 Jack and Lemon. Lemon yeah and and they end up coming back I don't know how many years later with the grumpy old men right you know and another mm-hmm. buddy, another buddy film and uh, and again the buddy film but the, but there's dysfunction yes great dysfunction. And they, I mean, and they just, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Like those two guys are getting up, getting Ann Margaret. Come on. Yeah. Ann Mar- she could have made that list that we were talking about a few weeks ago. Right. Oh, well, she's anybody that bangs Elvis is on the list. <laughs> um, now wrestling in wrestling. Can we look at tag teams for a second? Cause I'm thinking about this. I'm like, okay, so pairing up people to work together in storylines. We have this whole dysfunction thing. The thing about wrestling that, and I brought this up a few weeks ago when we were talking about Hawk getting that main event at the Bunkhouse Stampede. May we bring up the Bunkhouse Stampede every week for the duration of the show. Uh, He gets the shot at Rick. But I knew as a kid that the Road Warriors couldn't break up. So it was never going to be, you know, never going to, the title was never going to change hands. I was, I guess, I was a teenager. But even so, but even before that, when they would do that shit, where like Tony Gurria and Rick Martel, right? Tony Gurria gets a shot at you know the Iron Sheik that week when he was holding the title. I knew it wasn't going to happen because they couldn't break. They're, they're a team, right? And, and they need the strength as a team. But you see now, like Road Warriors, Gurria and and Martel, I mentioned earlier, uh, Rock and Roll Express, Ricky and Robert, they were always of the exact same mold. Okay, with a slight difference, hair color, you know, one bigger than the other. Uh, rockers, right, with Sean and Marty. Uh, very similar in move set, physicality, look, less the hair color, but they were a unit. They were a packaged unit. But I always loved when wrestling would take that buddy film mentality and put two ill-fitting misfits together. That you'd never th- listen. If you walked into a locker room and there's Greg Valentine and there's Brutus Beefcake, would you ever say, "We have to form a team with you two, or Adrian Adonis and um, and Jesse when they were the East West Connection? Ill fitting. Okay, there you go, Sean and Kane. Ill fitting, and I always loved that because I thought it was so much harder to get to in the fans' mind to get over a tag team like that. But when it happened. When you got them over, it was such an achievement, I thought anyway. Having spent no time in the wrestling business, I was always impressed by that. When to even Sheik and Volkov, they, they were just from countries that the US hated. But um I guess they they bonded in that. But uh but you look at them very different. The the, the boots and the the move sets were different. You had the power guy and then the wrestler. I always appreciated that great. Zoom in on the abs, cameraman. Cameraman, zoom. <laughs> Before I smack bitch who will not do the arch. Do the arch. Um, Nikolai, do the arch. 
So I always, I always dug that. I, we can, I will call that the buddy film formula in, uh, in wrestling. We were in Poughkeepsie one night, mm-hmm. and he used to like Lou Albano with with Isaac. Yeah, you know, get your money, get your tickets. And Lou would Lou would give out like he used to get a stack of airline tickets, and Arnie would be sitting there, and Arnie would give you if you wanted to draw. You know, give you your two hundred dollar draw for the night. So, you know, get your money, get your tickets, so everybody would get their tickets. And we were in Poughkeepsie, and Nikolai got his gets his his tickets, and he, he goes over, and there's like like a wardrobe like rack that people are are hanging their their coats and shit on. Uh, and he puts his he goes and he puts his uh, tickets. And his, so, you know, I'm watching this go down. The minute he turns his back and takes five steps, he, Owen gets up and takes the tickets and puts them in, and puts them in Virgil's chat. (laughs) And then Owen walks over to Nikolai and goes, Hey man, I don't want to cause any shit, but I think, I think Virgil just took your tickets. And I sat there and I watched this, and you know, Nikolai just, he, you know, Nikolai was always just really mild mannered. But Nikolai was just like, you know, would you, would you like to explain this? And oh, Virgil has no idea. And, and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I'll chuckle at this, but if this gets like, like I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be ready to make the save. Like, You're going to have to whoa, step whoa, in. Whoa, right? whoa, 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 whoa. It's a rib. It's a rib. And then, but the thing was, like, it was almost like Virgil, like, like was so quick at it. it was just like, are you sure you put him in your jacket? And Nick was like, and it just kind of diffused. And they, you know, and then Owen, knowing that it wasn't a good rib anymore, cleared it up. But I mean, just, and I just have never in my life, like, like Owen would like that's what Owen would do. Like Owen would see a just a, like a, a a split second where he just have a, a, just an option just to. I never I never forget. They had this all of a sudden. It, it was like if you were two seconds late, it was like a three hundred dollar fine at, at at TVs or, or or house shows. So, we're running. God, man, like pit, some it's, it's something on like a campus. And there's no parking anywhere. And um, Owen is like, like people are trying to like are dropping guys off, but that you still got to get your car parked. So Owen's like three minutes late. He's got a pair of high techs on and Georgie animal steals. Like he comes in, he goes, oh, Owen, you're late. And Owen turns around, says motherfucker. And he just takes his foot. And puts it through the bottom of this um, glass window of the athletic, uh, like where the coach's room would be in the training room. Mm. And Owen Owen goes off. And, you know, George says, oh, I, I didn't make the rule. And so it's just like, all right, all right, fine, fine, fine. And this is like the last TV before we go on Christmas break. So 
me and Sean were working against somebody in a dark match, so we were we were there, and George is is looking for his uh, briefcase, mm. and all of a sudden I hear somebody horse laughing, and I and I look over, and me and Sean look over at the person, and we look up, and on a water pipe that's probably twenty five feet off the ground, is George's bag handcuffed to this fucking water pipe and george looks over at owen and owen goes like this like see me do it like and that's he mean owen was basically in his jacket with his bags waiting for the cell and then he left and then gone and just like and i was just like wow like was it really worth it george George was a stickler like that, like like the 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 two minute bullshit. Right, walked in and the that's fucked. Lanza got Lanza got me and Scott one night. Like we were we were, we were driving in the main event, working that shitty blue cage, and we're like in Bakersfield. It's a hundred and fifteen degrees, and Jack. We we walk in and we're like twenty five minutes late, and Jack's you know, blowing smoke in your face. And you go, all right, all right, ladies, fucking honeymoon's over. And, and and Lanza's out there cutting the fucking promo on us. And while he's cutting the promo on us, Jack used to spray his fucking his his hair and his scalp with that black, like black shit to oh the paint like the the hair paint. And I swear to God, it looked like the La Brea tar pit. It was like fucking. It was bubbling. And fucking Scott's like looking at, and you know, Scott's 6'6, six, six, I'm 6'10. Six, We're looking on top of Jack's fucking head, and Scott just fucking starts laughing. Of course, I fucking start laughing. And he's like, Oh, you think this is fucking funny? So that night, we go out in the match and we change everything. And I'm the heel, and Razor's the, the icy champ. And we, the, the, the entire heat is the claw. Which was, you know, that was Lance's shit, you know? Yeah, the blackjacks. Yeah. So fucking, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I, he'd, he'd be climbing up the fucking, uh, the cage and I'd reach over and I'd snatch, uh, Scott by the temples, you know, and slowly bring him down. And, you know, we, we just worked the whole match around the cloth. So, you know, he sits and watches and watches and watches and we're leaving that night. We're, we're getting showered up. And he, he, Jack walks over, he goes, yeah, you know, forget about that. Fine, guys. He goes, uh, just, just you know, if you can't be on time tomorrow. We got in the car, and it's because Scott called it. Scott goes, let's just put over the put over the claws, see so we can get out of this. Because back then, man, like three hundred bucks was man. That was you might not make three hundred bucks in Bakersfield on top. <laughs> you know. So Jack's perception was that you were paying homage. Yeah to the claw like we were bowing like we, we like we like we not only were we sorry that we were late but we were gonna bow down i think the claws right up there with the chop do you believe it but maybe the hard punch too hard punches hard punches uh that was a, I, think, I think at one time takers finish at wcw was a hard punch when he was mean mark mean mark it was Stan, was it Stan Stasiak in yes. WWF? Yeah, Stasiak. Yeah, Stasiak was the. Uh, it stops the heart for three beats, just enough to get the three count. 
brilliant. I miss those days. Miss those I, days. I just always like the, the way that the setup where they'd hook that art. Like, you know, like there's, there's always like it, it, it becomes a, a wrestling finish because of the way that. There it is. Yeah. There's that, that, and there's Taker. That, uh, there, there's, yeah. There we go. Getting some video of Taker delivering the heart punch. Oh. Yeah. The Polish hammer might be up there too, Putski's, because uh, that yeah. involved the whip to the ropes and setting up with the double axe handle, winding up, swinging into the end, and no defense by the person running at. How the, could you? Is this finish? It's 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 it's. How could you? It was this finish. Yeah, it's like. Why would you put your arms there? They're gonna, your arms are going to get shattered. Just take the loss. If I'm ever in a in a in a brawl in the stop and shop parking lot over a, over a parking spot, I'm going to tell the motherfucker this isn't going to hurt. But this is my finish, <laughs> dude. This is my finish. Okay. So you have to sell it. <laughs> sell the fuck out of it. Oh my god, it's that, that's one thing Scott used to always do, man. Is he'd get out there. He'd work a match with somebody, and he just, in the middle of it, he just said, he said, sell the fuck out of this. And he just, in the middle of the guy's, guy'd be getting heat on him, he'd just tell him, sell it. And you just instinctually, you know, or, you know, he'd tell, he'd tell you, flat back. <laughs> in the middle of the guy's heat, the guy flat back. Just for a bullshit, <laughs> a bullshit move? Yeah, just Scott was just doing just to screw the guy up. <sighs> yeah, so. Anyway, um, back to the buddy film uh, construction. Well, yeah, because we're talking way too much wrestling. Yeah, I know. For our show, Jesus Christ, can we get back to Men in Black maybe or something yes. like that? A little Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Will Smith. How many of those were there, three? Nah, there was a few, yeah. I, I can think of three offhand. Didn't they have like a spinoff where there was another one? It, yeah, it could have gone beyond, but I, I remember three. Yeah, that is was that real. I'm looking at a picture here for those of you listening of, uh, oh, Men in Black International. It's called. It's uh, it's a lady, a young lady, and a dude. I, I said one of the Helmsworths. Yeah, I did not see that uh, that one. Um, Blues Brothers. No, oh, classic. How about that? And then it, they they did several things. It's almost like like comedy combos, like Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy's like, like that, uh, that was Farley. Yeah, with Farley, Farley, yeah. Farley and, and David Spade. You know, but uh, you know, Tommy Boy was just uh, that was it was so classic. Mean, then, then you go with you know anything with Will Ferrell and, and O'Reilly. How many yeah. did they do together, uh, uh, Spade and Farley? Bo Derek was his mom, and, uh, and uh, it was just that it was just um, yeah, Black Sheep and Tommy Boy. Okay, I feel like yeah. it was a hundred. Those were but enough the, to make like, it. Feel I, like I, I can watch Step Brothers like once a month. I mean, just just the Catalina wine mixer alone, just. Some of that, some of that stuff is just. Any, any others we're, we're missing? Any here? 
uh, but, maybe some more films? contemporary. Yeah, there may be some more contemporary ones. I'm not aware. I was of. thinking about some crazy ones. Like I forget was his name Clyde, the orangutan, and, and uh, those, oh, any which what, way, uh, uh, any which way, but he loose. Was, he was kind of he was kind of a sidekick for Eastwood. That's that's the most twisted buddy film. Yeah, the Eastwood oh. and Clyde the orangutan. Yeah. Right turn, Clyde. Yeah. And punch. Uh, with Will, what was that guy's name? Bill Smith. Bill Smith was the the heel in that one where he they, they, he he fights him, bare fist. Oh, was, the the bare knuckle his, brawl. What was his name Philo Beto? Is Philo Beto is exactly his yeah. name. Why yeah. do I remember that? Because it was Clint Eastwood. And I think it was on like every other day on HBO when I was a kid. I think I watched. Then there was yeah. the sequel, uh, Any Which Way You Can. Of course, they both starred the great Ruth Gordon, if I'm not mistaken. And Sandra Locke. And Sandra Locke. <laughs> Who was in every Clint Eastwood movie for like a, a couple of couple of you know centuries there. Boy, there's a whole okay, Turner oh, and Hooch. So now there's a Hooch. whole category of of buddy films with animals. Which I guess Coco Beware and Frankie, if we're talking yes. about ring buddy, buddy uh Teams in the ring, not a tag team necessarily, but of course you Chris, have Christian Bell and the and the woman with the largest feet. <laughs> Christian Bale and Bruce, the uh, the <laughs> DP, the DP for half the film, I'm going to guess, and then somebody stepped in the day after that. Um, oh, uh, Rush Hour, Rush Hour with um, that was uh, oh God. Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, and, and Chris Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker, right? Yeah. There was here's 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 one that that's that's a good film is um, Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren and uh, that uh, what is it Big Trouble in Little China or some? No, Big Trouble in Little China was Kurt Russell. Wasn't show, it? Sh oh, sh Showdown in Little Tokyo, not uh, Little China. Well, <laughs> what were you off by? Is what you're gonna? But say. That, that was actually good, that, was, that was a good film. How could that be a good film? I didn't see it, but it's karate, right? It's like, it's like an ass-kicking karate flick, right? Yeah, but I mean, it was, you know, they... Just refusing to believe that Dolph Lundgren was anything that would consider a good film. Dolph was... I think, I think Dolph was, 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 had a good run. Well, the, as the Russian, as um, I Must Break You um, in Rocky Four, Drago... Drago, right? U.S. versus U.S.S.R. Yeah, man. So I think that I think there's there's a correlation between the tag teams of wrestling and and the buddy film formula. I'm gonna be looking for it. I'm gonna go through the week now, and I'm gonna they're all gonna pop in my head. All the ones I can't think of. I thought now. Sh Sean and I were, were were a different kind of a tag team. You're referring to uh, Shawn Michaels, Michaels. Yeah. yes. Yeah, but that's like I said, it's the 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 difference yeah. in personality, in move set. In, at the um, beginning, at the beginning, I was like, I didn't even speak. I was like lurch. Yeah, right. When the the bodyguard thing. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you know what? Um, someone mentioned Ivan Koloff, but didn't Koloff have that run with Don Carnoodle? I think they were tag champs. Oh, it was Slaughter, Slaughter, and Carnoodle. It wouldn't be, yeah, Slaughter and Carnoodle, which I guess is kind of a, kind of an odd pairing. 
Who was it? Who was it that Slaughter was when, when, when Slaughter went like to the Iraqis? Who was he with? Uh, well, it, it was with uh, Adnan. Yeah, and uh, and Shiki Baby. They brought Shiki Baby as Colonel Mustafa. Yes, because yes. we all forgot that six months ago he was the Iron Sheik. There they are. Oh, Adnan El Casey, who I hired for for a roast. We had him come up and do a comic set for a roast. It has to be seen to be believed. So he gets up in the middle of all these comics and wrestlers ribbing, and he does the set. He goes and sits down. She got not El Casey. And Bill Apter gets back to the mic. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, the comic stylings of Adnan El <laughs> Casey. <laughs> but it was good to have him there anyway. Oh, good Lord. Did, where did he where did he break in? Like he was he was he world class? Billy uh he was Billy White Wolf, I believe, right? The first was it his first gimmick? I'll get confirmation on this in a moment. I think he did the Billy White Wolf thing. Um now yeah, okay, so in the manager role, yes, world class, yeah, world class. Uh, uh, in Dallas was uh, was a big staple for him. But he was all he was one of those guys that was all over the place. Um but uh, y- you know what, though, when I when I think of Adnan LKC and um, the the ring garb, um, I'm instantly reminded of bedsheets. All right, uh, to ask Nash, we promise you access to Vinny Vegas, Oz, Diesel, and Kevin Nash, all in one individual. Hashtag Ask Nash if you have a question in the future, like Nunya Bizbiz. Who said, Kevin, you are going to war in a game seven. Which of the bad boys do you want in the trench with you, Rick Mahorn or Bill Lambeer? Well, if I'm playing, I, I can be the butcher, so I can I can let Mahorn have the day off. I, 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 want, uh, I want Lambeer shooting. Right. Lam- uh, Lambeer was a better player than Rick Mahorn, wouldn't you say? I would. Say. I th- I think they complement each other great, but I think that you know, yeah, I think Lambeer was an all star. But but the, but the ass on Rick Mahorn always in the post could do some damage with with the wide ass of Rick Mahorn. He was just and he was a prick. He was a bad. He was. I mean, he was a, he was a thug. Mm-hmm. The garbage man says, "Hey yo, you guys need to play elevator music." Something cheesy, perhaps, when you're making the ad pitches. Car Shield, Blue Chew. It would boost the humor, in my opinion. So, okay, so a little bit of that under the. I hope you're using this up up top when we did the Blue Chew. That sounds like a Zamboni's coming on. It really does. Somebody's resurfacing the ice. There's some squid. See, it's an. It's. Now, this is kind of a little, uh, it's like a, I would call it a, a samba, perhaps. I feel like I'm in a lounge. I feel like I'm sitting down circa 75. Room filled with smoke. All right, remember that. But that's got to be for something real hardcore next I'm time. waiting for the girl from Ipanema to come on here. If, if I would request, if we wouldn't have had a copyright issue, I would definitely uh, request that. All right, so what do you think, Garbage I think we, Man? I Maybe think next we should, time. I think we, we should. I think we should play this the entire show. Just talk over it under the whole. Yeah, that's. You know what? We're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it next week. <laughs> uh, 
Brandon Williams in the ring. What did you say to him before you punched him? What the fuck? Is that half a question? What is this? Brandon Williams. I don't know. I don't have the top part of that. Uh, find me the top part of that tweet. I don't have the top part of the tweet. I'm going to go to Jacob. Hey, Big Kev. As someone. Okay, here it is. Let me go back to. Uh, all right, this is Jake. Jacob. Hey, Big Kev. As someone with uh, some of the best delts in the business, what are your favorite exercises for shoulders and what kind of rep range do you use? Um. I tell you, one of the things I did for years when I was healthy was I did uh, hanging cleans. Where is you, that you laundry? Know? What is that? No, hang, hanging cleans is you uh, you stand with it with the, like you bring the the bar down to your uh, your knees, then you just pop it, then you let it down, and it kind of just it's a it's a it's a. So know, the like slow a, resistance in lowering it is where you get in the pump. No, it's it's the it's overall the whole thing. The whole thing. But on top of that, like I'm like Austin used to always say, like Nash is the only person I know that can train legs and his delts grow. That's a good. Yeah, you know, I mean I'm 63 years old. I mean I just I mean I've got you know I'm still got a big ass set of shoulders. I mean it ain't like I can press any weight anymore. Right. Plus I, I think on top of that though, if you take the when you take the blue shoe, a lot of guys stay down. You got to go over the helmet. See, it said over the helmet. Mm. It's like a shrug. Used to love it. Sheik would Sheik would be in line at, at, at the airport, and he would have his his bags, and he would be, oh, this is do the shrugs, big man. And he he, you know, I'm like that's great, Sheik, but you got one bag that weighs forty pounds and one that weighs seventy. So, didn't you tell me your first ride with him? What my 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 first road trip. Ever was she, was with she, Dutch Mantel and Sid. Jesus Christ, the circus is in town. And I'm at, and I'm at the wheel, and that's Sheik sitting behind me. And he's like, Sheik's the last guy in. He goes, Ah, who's the giant jabroni at this? I'm not a jabroni, Sheik. Of course you're not, Bubba. Fuck, dude, you just called me one. How am I not one? It's Sheiky logic, man. It's not. It's not tethered to anything on this planet to understand Sheiky. You gotta love Sheik. I'm looking for the goddamn question about somebody punching in the. F- okay, here it is. Uh, it says in 1996 at the bash, that fan that jumped in the ring. What did you say to him before you punched him? No, I, I didn't punch him. I hit him with a uh, flipper elbow. Okay. Did you say any? You exchange any uh, any words? Not much to say, I guess. Right? You no. You, you it just. I just looked at his hands and made sure he didn't have a have a you know a shiv a gimmick and yeah yeah. Ryan Purvis, your former tag team partner Tyler Maine, was chosen to be uh, Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. Were you ever considered uh, for that? Were you ever contacted about that role? And also, do you have any stories about Tyler that you care to share? I mean, Tyler's a great guy. I used to love it that this is the, this is typical WCW. So I'm making every house show. T- Tyler's not making the house shows. I'm making every house show, but when we have a TV match, they beat me. <laughs> Wonder why I fucking left. Yeah. Um, you did do a horror film, right? You weren't, you weren't the monster. What was that one? I think you said it was pretty awful. 
when we were doing your uh, the episode of your. Uh, I did. Uh, I was Colonel Crankshaft, whatever the hell it was, in that monster brawl. Crookshanks. I, Crookshanks. Yeah, I was at I was at Cat, but I got I got bit by a zombie. So when I when, oh. I, when I fight Frankenstein at the end, who was Kurgan, was our, was our Frankenstein. I, when we fight at the end, but we do like the Rocky where we throw a punch and it stops right before the punch connects either way. I think they had that thing bring it back for a second one, but no dice, huh? Pretty sure. Um, Instagram, a wrestling historian says, hypothetically, if you ran for office, would you rather be congressman, senator, or governor? Thanks in advance. Probably a senator. Which state would you want to represent? Would you stay where you are, or would you no, want to go back to I, Michigan? No, I, I, I would. I, this is too red. Maybe you could change all that. I think they'd get behind you. I think. I think you could cross over. I think you could. You could bring everyone together. I don't know. I'm 63 years old. Too I young. Said, too old. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Come too on, young. Mitch. Come on. Yeah. No. It's. It's. I tell you, man. You. You. You get to be 63 years old, and it's just like. You get a call for it for eight episodes of a sitcom and you're like where during the winter i don't think that, well, you don't even know what the offer is let, let me get an offer first i don't think i want to be up any place where it's snowing for 11 12 weeks if you went back to Michigan for something like this, what would be your priority items to straighten out in Congress? Well, I, I mean, Michigan, Michigan did a, a complete sweep with with. Yeah. The, but uh, but issues like issues. What would what would you want to tackle? It's gotten to the point where if if. We have to do something with with the when the number one cause of, of death of our, of our of our children is 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 uh, being shot. It's guns, yeah. No, I mean it's just I don't. I just don't think uh, that that was what our forefathers had in mind. No, and it's very clear with that. I mean, it's servicing a well-regulated militia, not even a militia. I'm not talking about seven. Yeah, Chick chicken wing eaters in yeah, the woods. Yeah, because I I, I I read it today. I read the it says nowhere on it that that it's to arm a disgruntled Walmart employee. Right. You know. So yeah, we hit like, our six hundred and second mass shooting, mass shooting today. Yeah. No, I think I think that's a that's a huge problem. Um, to me, to actually do something besides lip service for the middle class. Mm. You know, yeah. Like when when there are so many people that like got behind the red wave, and you would sit there and you'd say, you know, they want to get rid of Social Security and Medicaid, right? Yeah, I know it really didn't. And they would so and they, many of the people, and they would be voting. like, they would be like, what? I'm like, well, 
He's like, where did you, where did you hear that from? I'm like, do you not, I mean, what, do, do you just, what, you vote just, you go in and you see an R and you just vote for it? Like, I don't know about anybody else, but when you get a mock ballot, I'm sorry, man. I don't know anything about these judges. So I've got to Google and do whatever research I can on, you know, especially when it, like these judges are going, I mean, oh, I don't know. I just, just yeah. What do you did you go by their name? Like, what made you vote for? They trust in their party, and it's it's not just one side. I tr you know my party right or wrong has become a a philosophy, and uh, you know we had my country right or wrong for a long time. Now it's my party right or wrong, and that's even more dangerous because. Um, independent thought is is absent um i want to go to to michigan for one second though with you you mentioned guns but what about it what can michigan do to have industry return is it just over no no i mean to me it's just like why, why like to, to me and this is just like right now ford is 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 building uh electric lightning which is an electric F-150, and it's building an electric uh, at Mustang. So they're, they're two most iconic vehicles. It's the Mustang and, and the F-150, and they're building those, and they're building those in the Rouge plant. Like, they're building those in Detroit. Mm. So, you know, and the uh, so I, mean, I think that's a good-looking car. I fit in that car. Really? That, yeah, I fit in that Mustang. And um, sitting in the back, so you have the front seat removed. No, no, no. I, I went, I went and test drove and everything. Wow. It's kind of cool too because they have an option where you know if you've ever been to Tesla or drove a Tesla, um, they have it where you can turn it on the on the inside and it makes like a, like the like the engine rev noise, but it's not real. No, it's playing through the no. speakers. It's like, it's like Sergio Mendez. Sergio Mendez was just to play for no reason while you're driving your car. <laughs> yeah, you're making there me search for a Sergio Mendez song. We just uh, listened to him. We just listened to him for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> under the <laughs> under the uh, that's going to be next week. Under the, start looking, Steve. Sergio Mendez all week, all all show long. Uh, but I think that pull up the pull up that the F one fifty the Ford Lightning. That's a uh, that's the. We're laughing, but I saw Kenny G live last week. Yeah, you said you, you said I, I'm 50. I had to get my card punched. Yeah. I, to, I was sit, through, right. sit through the soprano saxophone. I would drive that all day long. That's pretty. I think it's like. A, it's a good looking vehicle. Yeah, it's like a buck 17, but I think, I think to even touch one is about a buck 35. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's an F one fifty, right? That's a big mother. Yeah. Uh, what is that going to be? Ninety seven three twenty nine. It's a hundred thousand. Um, it's about one thirty to to get one. Like, I went up to the dealership and looked at those. That's about one thirty five. The the charge on that though, because it's so powerful. Does, is it longer 
than just no, but I, I, it's like seven hundred or eight hundred horsepower. It's something crazy. Hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody's ever been in a uh, an electric vehicle and drift, but the um, the zero to seventy zero sixty zero seventy of those is crazy. But like up to like ninety, then it, then all of a sudden it's just like if you've got like we, we have an S class. And um, when once you get to a hundred and you punch an S class, like you got another forty miles an hour. Mm. That thing, mm-hmm. will, you know, and and you and at the same time you feel like you can get out and walk. So, yeah. but I mean the price the price point on S one thirty five. If you're stupid enough to not buy one that's two years old, have some old person down in Florida take the. Take the take eighty eighty thousand off of it for you. They always yeah. buy them in twos too, you know. The, the, the wife gets one and the husband gets one, and the husband croaks and she doesn't know what to do with it. And it's got twelve thousand miles on. It sits in the garage for a year. Somebody grabs it, puts it on, you know, end up getting the thing for sixty thousand dollars. You know, it's got twelve thousand miles. It's a two year old S class. It's worth it uh, grabbing those little wanted uh, black and white booklets on the way out of the. Uh, I just go on. I, I go on car gurus. Well, I the just, old lady's not posting it there, right? She's no, but who, who, whoever's whoever's somebody is is doing brokering the sale. Yeah, yeah, Some, yeah, somebody's at their house looking around. It's, it's the, the nephew. There's always some scumbag trying to fucking make a dollar off it. Of Grandma, something. we got two hundred for that. <laughs> I put it on the table. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, WCW NWO Collection tweeted. They said, "Is this a legit item?" Now, this is a watch. Scroll down there. It's a rainbow watch. They're calling this in the ad the Kevin Nash. Caravel Rainbow Classic Hawaii Watch 1978 WCW Why would your name be on this? Okay, that was the watch that we were given. We played in the the Rainbow Classic in the University of Tennessee. Played in the Rainbow Classic, and that was the watch that we were given as as being a participant. You're kidding? Yeah. Wow. So that's that's what I don't know. I don't know if my name's on it, but. Um, it's and, not on the watch, but it's on the uh, the advertisement for the for right. the uh, sale. And the, uh, and, and the thing was was I, I want to think the guy's name was Ernie Cobb, and he he was from Boston College, and he got involved in uh, uh, taking money from the from the mob, and we played Boston College and beat them. I think we beat them, but anyway, he I just I don't remember him like having any any suspicious turnovers or anything, but. I remember, I think it was a, a, one of those 30 for 30s or one of those things. Yeah, they did do. Uh, there's a very cool podcast about the uh, the NBA ref. Yeah, he's that's uh, good. It's it's also a 30 for 30. Oh, they did, they did yeah, one for TV yeah, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Irish last name. Don, Donaghy? Yeah, something like that. Something like Doherty, Donaghy? Okay, something like that. But um, He's flipping houses now. We got to, uh, I, I got to talk to you about that whole thing sometime on a, maybe we'll do that as a, 
as a first, just like gambling and basketball. And the the well, I wonder what is it? Because they always targeted basketball with the point shaving and stuff. Is it because it was so easy to affect? Much much easier for one of the five guys on the court to affect the score the point than a, guard. like a football game. The, or, po- the point the the point guard, especially when it's like. Say that say that the, the the line's nine. You mm-hmm. can if you're if you're up seven, and you got a breakaway, you can pull the ball back. Right. You know, it's just you control. The hardest thing, I mean, you know, the the quarter like a quarterback, like he could, but it's too obvious. Mm-hmm. You if, how many how many times can you overthrow coverage and and throw a pick? Mm-hmm. Right. So. Here's something that this is something I saw on on the uh, on the web today, or it might have been yesterday, but um, FTX is that uh, that Bitcoin. Uh, oh, yeah. And somebody somebody put and they just had, they had uh, like a meme of Tom Brady with gray hair and like an old man's beard, and they said that. They they had put a ton. Him and Giselle had put a ton of their six hundred fifty million dollars into FTX, and he'd be working till he was seven years old to recoup it. I don't know if any of that's true or not, but I was just thinking, like you know, like he was a. Remember when when like the guy got his the, the football and and he wanted the that's just the, here it is right here. Because I said I saw that today, and I said, "Fuck, I don't remember playing for Tampa Bay." But uh, very good. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's. Uh, can can you pull it? What'd you get? Well, how much money did you get to pose for the app? Did they at least? Uh, was it a good? Was it a good pay? Good payday? I, I took it. In, I, I took it in Bitcoin. Right. <laughs> good. Good for you. <laughs> Bitcoin was up through a little over three hundred bucks today. So, which actually Bitcoin. Uh, is now broke even for the the, the last two weeks. Man, it's just I can't. I mean, I I have I have very little sympathy for anybody sinking anything significant into a currency. That's okay. Tied so, to nothing. so okay, that, so, it's a very so, millennial. So, concept. so that, but how, how about remember when people were bragging? Yeah, year year to date. Just, I mean, oh, you're only down sixty five percent. I mean, that's it's it. It's got nowhere to go but up. Mm-mm. Let's look. Can we look at what um, Berkshire Hathaway Class A stock is going for a share right now? Do we have that, Mr. Buffett? Mr. Buffett. Oh, Mr. Buffett. I bought a bunch. I bought a bunch of uh, the Class B not too long ago, and it was like two seventy three. I want to think, and I want to think it's over three hundred right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. Not bad if you got a, five shares of that, four hundred seventy seven thousand dollars a share. What's it year to date? Um. Well, just look at. I think that's a one-year graph. It is. It is up slightly over the year. Let's see. 
Welcome to the uh, financial news, everybody. That's right. Big, sexy financial news. So, all right. So the close was forty-seven twenty, and then your start was four twenty-seven. Okay, so. Uh, uh, and then, so can we pull up the the, the class B, the, the the Buffett class B, Berkshire Hathaway class B? I think some of that music under this segment would be great. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is well, this is where we this is well, this is where you know. We have nothing to talk about, so instead, of, uh, right? That's right. We're uh, running uh, out of material. Uh, uh, two troglodytes talking stocks. Look at that. Three sixteen. I bought. I bought it. Like, go back. Oh God, let me see. Well, yeah. Look at that graph right there. If you bought yeah. anywhere on the in but the I tail mean, there. If you go, if you go back, where it's it's go to. Let me see. That's a five year. I can't see the bottom of that graph. There we go. So from 17 to now. So go uh, March March, tw March tw tw 22. Go to March 22. See if you can find that. Right. March. That's March 1st. I don't know where you are in the month. Go back. Go back down. Go right no, it was 22, so it's got to be on that peak going up. God, it was like it was it was like 270, 280, mm -hmm. something like that. And my guy told me, "Oh, I I can pick the same stocks, blah blah blah." I said, "Yeah, that's why you're the the fucking oracle of fucking Omaha, there, buddy. How about we just how about we just buy the class B and you shut the fuck up." And at that at that point, I just while he was talking, I put the Sergio Mendez on. I hit him with it. So maybe they'll play us out this week. Um, listen, I, I, we've we're we're out. We're out of material, right? We we finished with. Uh, 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 hey, hey, Sean, where does oil come from? Russia. Yeah. I, t I told you about the guy today that I, I was reading. It was one of the comments on on on, uh, on our on our uh, click this. I think it was on YouTube, and the guy said, yeah, "I just got some gas for one ninety eight. Yeah, probably wasn't some Thanksgiving thing, you know, that you get get, get eight gallons or some shit. Was he implying that because the house is is yeah, the, the house that the, the house gas is one ninety? Yeah, and they're, they're not that they've taken control. Right. It's, it's just it's <laughs> nobody's all in, in yet. It's, yeah, it's just the speculation alone that 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 the, 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 the uh, Saudis said. Listen, yeah. Oh, there it is. Yay. <sighs> yeah, two ninety one. You, you you were right. Republicans taking the house, lowered the gas prices by Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. People aren't that stupid, are they? That stupid. Well, I mean, we have nothing. To, we have nothing to talk about except stupid people. So, ah, right. look at all the stupid people. <laughs> I'm happy to remind you that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Kevin Nash, Tristan Nash, and Sean Oliver. Producer Steve Kaufman. Graphics by Dominic D'Angelo. Title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson. The team is still together, everyone. Theme yes. song by Dale Oliver. Technical research by Tristan Nash. Copyright 2022. Butch and Sundance Media. Uh, T. Should we do? Should we do? Should we do Wall Street next week? 
Wall Street week. My t-, t used to come downstairs and I'd be watching like, you know, closing bell or some shit. And he'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> just start playing I mean, the piano over you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. He was just like, he'd be like, what are you doing? He goes, I, he goes, because at what point in your life does like your life get that boring where you like watch that? And I'm like, I don't know, man. He kind of had a point, man. You're just you're sitting there and you're you're watching speculative, like like, something that can is is probably more based on like the personal psychology of a human being than it is on actual, you know. Absolutely correct, and that's why in my trading, as the the longer I did it, I went much more to technical research. Yes. Than fundamental. I really did. Um, the charts, the sentiment of the market tells me so much more, no more than what anybody's telling me some CEO is planning to do yep. as, they, as the uh, the books get cooked and tomorrow's news drops and the company's fried. But the, the, if, just I, me, I mean, before I get off track, though, I just, want, I, I just want to end on this. Do you remember when people were talking to each other and they would say shit like, you're not going to believe I just was on the metaverse and I picked up two high rises. <laughs> I mean, they, they were dead serious. Like they, they, like they were buying Manhattan real estate in the metaverse and they were bragging about it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, like that, like this. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, Am I really that much of like an old dude that I just don't get it? Yes, and and me too. And because because there are people out there that understand NFTs. We just use that as an example. It's a small time example. You don't have to be buying high rises. Just the NFT, the concept of. I mean, you, I read the concept. I had the concept explained to me. I still don't understand the financials of it. And I won't touch it because of that. I know people are making money on them it, somehow. The fact that the that the crypto in, that the N stands for non, <laughs> like on the plate, like on the monopoly money when it said non-negotiable. Yeah, if something starts with non and it's supposed to be financially lucrative, I don't know. It's kind of like the, you know, do not touch. We'll talk about it more next week. 300 years from now, they're going to pull this up and they're going to make fun of us. Oh, it's going to be a lot shorter than that. 300 years from now, fucking, yeah. How's that? How's, how's that it doesn't matter if, if, if something's uh, tangible or not. If fucking a couple of nukes come out of Kim Young's ass. Oh, that was another one from this week. Uh, I saw a lot of posts saying, because you, you were joking, I don't think two guys from Poland is necessarily going to start World War Three. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, but what, if a Kaiser gets killed. Oh, they, they, they're, they're psycho. We, we were joking about World War, well, joking about World War Two. <laughs> we were mentioning World War II, referencing, you know, how many people Hitler slaughtered. So they feel World War One was starting. The sinking of the Lusitania had two hundred and something Americans on it. Nineteen fifteen, when they shot the boat down in international waters, how many hundreds of people died there? That was one of many 
uh, elements leading up to our involvement. Well, when, when I watched JFK, and there's the, the, the killing of you know of, of one man that basically pushed us into the into the conflict in uh, Southeast uh, South Asia. Mm-hmm. So, all right, mm. I got I got a piss. All right, <laughs> I don't have a bottle.